0: The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluesteak, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut, are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hey, everybody. This is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal Constitution with another edition of the Southern Fried Soccer Podcast. It is April 28th, and in two days at Land United, will play at Montreal at Stade Saputo. Fun little stadium on the outskirts of uh, downtown Montreal. The Bally Sports Southeast broadcast will begin, I believe, at 3.30, and kickoff will be at 4.08 p.m. I was going to go to Canada, but I'm not now. Um, I'll be following it live from television. You can follow my updates on Twitter at Doug AJC. You can look for my stories on Facebook, also at Atlanta United News Now or on AJC.com. So if you look at the standings really quickly to set up this game, Atlanta United, despite only scoring two goals in its past four games, is in fourth place with 11 points. Montreal, unbeaten in its past six across all competitions, also has 11 points. They are in six because of a goal difference, I believe. There's a bunch of teams bunched up right now. New York has, Red Bulls are in second with 14, and then he drop all the way down to Columbus, which is in 12th with nine. So there could be a lot of shuffling this week, and Atlanta United really needs to start to try to separate itself from the pack so that it can try to get a home game. A uh, little bit of news this week. Three players were put on seizing season, the season-ending injury list. None were a surprise. Uh, midfielder Ozzie Alonso and goalkeepers Brad Guzan and Dylan Castanera. The team signed on loan Rocco Rios Novos uh, to be backup Goalkeeper to Bobby Shuttleworth and to compete for the starting spot. I don't expect you'll see him against Montreal this weekend. And Gonzalo Pineda said today, they're going to try to fill those other two roster slots. The way it's written on the MLS website, it makes it sound like you can only do one season, enduring, season ending injury replacement signing. But I think what that actually means is you can't sign somebody, cut them and then sign somebody else for that same slot. Whoever you sign, you've got to keep. So they are supposed to try to do that today. So, the biggest problem for Atlanta United is, as many of y'all know, and as I alluded to just a second ago, is two goals in four games. The offense looked great against Cincinnati, it looked great against Miami, but it's just not finishing. So we asked Gonzalo Pineda, how is he getting his players to finish better?
1: We did a few finishing drills. Yesterday was a little bit of a finishing drill. It was also a little bit about tactics, about also defensive, you know, principles and, and, and how we want to defend the transition a little bit solidifying the block uh, defensively Uh, so it was a very complete week uh, so far
0: of course you know do it in training is one thing do it a game is another Atlanta United should be helped this week Luis Arjujo who's come off the bench in the past two league games three games overall after suffering his hamstring injury that caused him to miss the previous five games says he is 90 minutes fit he hopes to start so then that brings up the question for Pineda is how are you going to play Diego Amada Marcelino Moreno and Luis Arajujo together
1: I mean I think all of them understand the responsibilities offensively and defensively Is sometimes the moments of the game when we are a little bit open when, once we start to attack because we commit a lot of numbers up front is where at times we are a bit broken and then our recovery into our defensive shape is, is, is not as fast as sometimes we want uh but I think all of them, they understand the responsibilities that they have to do. And actually I'm blessed with so many good players offensively. And and just, just need to manage that balance a little bit on how to transition from offense to defense, but happy with with the three of them.
0: I keep talking about this. Um, It would not surprise me if Marcelino Moreno does not start against Montreal. You look, you look and you think more and more. And when Moreno gets the ball, the offense stops. It's that simple. i Curious to see if Pineda will start him this weekend. So we asked Andrew Gutman on Tuesday, "What has to happen to get the offense going?"
1: Yeah, I think our offense is doing a fantastic job. I mean, I think Tiago, Marcelino, all those guys up front are causing chaos for the defenders um, that we face. I think it's just that, like I said, that final moment, the final touch, the you know being clinical in front of net. That's just something that you know we're we're struggling on right now, but. You know, personally, I don't think that's something that's going to last all season. I think for me, it's almost just a little bit of bad luck that's that's happening. Um, and I think that you know, if we continue to just work hard, continue to to focus on what we're good at and, and dominate the games, they're going to start falling in. You know, we're going to start scoring more goals, and you know, now people are going to talk about us winning you know 0 in some games and not being like, oh, we can't score. Um, so it's just us being a little more, little more patient and a little more clinical, and you know, I think things will turn around for us.
0: I do agree with Gutman that some of it is just bad luck. When you keep creating these chances and the ball doesn't go in, I don't know what you're supposed to do to fix that. Um, but I did ask Brooks Lennon. You know, we keep hearing from Pineda and even Gutman a second ago how you have to be more clinical. How do you do that? Just getting in those in those positions. Uh, you know, that we get in, in the game and, you know, making sure that the wingers and the and the fullbacks are on the same wavelength as, you know, the striker and the type of runs that we have going inside the box, you know, knowing where players are going to be when you get in those areas. Um, and that's how, you you know, that's how you get chances and, and score goals. I wrote about uh, in Wednesday's paper Atlanta United's crossing and the fact that they're pumping in a lot of crosses but not getting hardly any result from it. Gutman admitted that they should be better at their crossing. They talked about the types of crosses they like to put in. I hope you'll go and look for that. You can Google Doug Robertson, Andrew Gutman, Brooks, London crossing, uh, and see it. Um, To me, if they would start putting in some more early crosses, particularly when when Ronaldo Cisneros is on the field, to get into that space in between the center backs and the goalkeeper, I think that would do them some good. But we're just gonna have to see what happens on Saturday. It gets a very, very good Montreal side. And again, the team is going to be helped by the return of Luis Araujo. And here's what he said is expected of him in his return.
1: I'm Very happy, uh, very happy, and, and uh, feeling comfortable. You know, I think I, I like the pressure. Um, I came from France to, to play here because I was very, very happy to come and very motivated. Um, so I think I think you guys will see a, a different version of Luis Araujo, one who can can give my best and help this team and, and score goals and, and
0: show what I can do. Arjahujo Hujo is, is a talented player. Um, he's a difference maker. If he could stay healthy for the rest of the season, I don't know if he could be an MVP candidate because there are some other guys that have already scored a lot of goals. But I think he could be in the running for it. He's a player that Atlanta United desperately needs to to lead by example with passing and moving and, and effort on defense. Um, so we'll just have to see what happens against Montreal. We're going to go to a break and then come back with uh, two questions for the mailbag. This is Southern Fried Soccer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I'm Ernie Suggs. And I'm Ned Ravone. Atlanta has been known as the Black Mecca for so many years, but that means something different to everybody. It means everything to me. Every day I wake up, I learn something new. Well, you all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com
1: slash... Unapologetically, A-T-L.
0: All right, we're back. Uh, This is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with another edition of the Southern Flight Soccer Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC and on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. And I want to remind you all that the Atlanta Journal-Constitution has a special offer for Atlanta United supporters and listeners. If you subscribe today, you will not only get unlimited digital access to the AJC and the Sunday paper for $2.30 a week, but we are also throwing in a special limited edition Atlanta United and Atlanta Journal-Constitution scarf. So sign up now at subscribe.ajc.com utdscarf. That's subscribe.ajc.com utdscarf. And before I get in the mailbag, I wanted to uh, share a special thank you to a couple of guys I met yesterday uh, for lunch and dinner out here in Carrollton. It was a lot of fun. Um, I really, really appreciate uh, the companionship um, and the time. Uh, so thank you to, to Carl and thank you to Richard. Um, I hope we get to do that again. That, it was a lot of fun. Um, now on to the mailbag. Um, only a couple of questions, and I've, I've really already answered one of them. Um, Sean, friend of the podcast, says, how many roster spots do we have open? Uh, the team has four, no, three roster spots open at this point. Um, there are certain rules about how you sign Players, if they're season-ending injury replacement players, which is what they are going to have to be for Atlanta United. Um, there are minimums and maximums of salaries that have to be paid. So you're not going to be able to go out and get someone that I think is probably going to be impactful. It's going to be a depth piece more than likely. I, I don't know who, who it would be at this point. He also asked when the transfer window closes. It closes May 4th, so they've got about a week or so to try to make some things happen. And then the next window opens in late August, I believe it is. And then Michael, who I believe is a first time emailer to me says, thanks all as always for the great podcast. At what point does Atlanta United need to move on from Joseph Martinez? He's still a valuable player when healthy, but he's clearly not what he was and no longer able to reliably remain on the field, given his salary and his presence likely hindering the team's ability to attract a top quality striker is it time to try to build the team around someone else? I may be wrong, but it's felt like for nearly the entirety of Atlanta United's existence, the team has been overly reliant on Joseph, more so than any other single player, and looks like a completely different team when he's not in the lineup." Well, he's still got two years left on his deal, I believe. He's a designated player, so you can't just get rid of him, you're still gonna have to pay him, and then you can't, I don't know if you can backfill that. Um, Give Joseph some time, Let's see if if the pain is gone in the knee, the swelling is gone in the knee. See if he can come back. See how he moves, and then make a decision. I mean, Joseph may decide he doesn't want to do this anymore. He did say last year that he thought about retiring in December of 2020 after he had to undergo some more surgeries on his knee. Um, he's he's a player of character. He's a player of honor and integrity. He's going to give it everything he can. I understand your points, but within MLS rules, you just can't do it. Um, it's too difficult. So. There you go. All right. This is another edition of the Southern Fried Soccer Podcast. Hug your loved ones. Communicate with your loved ones. And uh, we will talk to you again. Probably you'll hear from us Sunday morning when the podcast goes up following Atlanta United Montreal.